Welcome to the prolific teaching ministry of Pastor Emmanuel Iren, lead pastor of Celebration Church International. It is his vision to partner with you for your progress and joy in the faith. Ready, set, grow. Loud amen. So, this is my last teaching in this reboot camp. This evening, I mean, this afternoon, we're just, just praying, all right? And I want to charge you on contagious evangelism, where you, with the passion of Jesus, compel people to come. Some of you, you are giving people too much space. Oh, I don't want to disturb you, but just know I'm a Christian. I, no. No, that's not how to evangelize. You respectfully compel. You respectfully what? It must show in your demeanor that Jesus is really the only way. It must show. It must show. It's warfare. There was something that happened that changed my life. I was doing my IT in Julius Beggar. And there was a colleague, I was saying, I'll preach to him today. Today will come and pass. I'll say, I'll preach to him tomorrow. You know, today was very busy, tomorrow. Today, and I was procrastinating until one day in my presence, a Muslim colleague started preaching to him. Fervently in my presence. Ha ha, God. I went home, I laid flat on the floor. I said, God, I'm sorry. So, in fact, I called my boss because I had the opportunity to take some time off. I told my boss, I said, I won't be able to come tomorrow, please. I just need time. I wrote the boy's name on a paper. I began to scabash. I began to declare the word of God, you know, and all of that. And after, after about a full day of praying, I was there, you know, going to work the next day, ready to evangelize him and all of that. As I got to work, I got to walk a little bit because of traffic. Someone said, oh, this guy has been looking for you. <laughs> I said, you mean it? So I said, okay, well. I called him to say I'm, I'm, I'm at the office now. He just came. There was nobody in the office. He just knelt and held me and said, I want to be born again. And I acted surprised. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> oh. You know, I don't fire your head. You don't understand. You know? <laughs> you must have had dreams. <laughs> Endlessly contained. Some of you, your fam- based on your theology, you have family members that are on their way to hell. And you are still, you, you, are, you are shy. I don't want to look somehow. You don't want to look somehow. You don't want to look somehow. Do you know what is at stake? If you're not careful, you won't really enjoy heaven self because when you look down and you see loved ones wailing, how, how, will, you, how will you live with yourself? It was Charles Spurgeon that said, if you must go to hell, at least go with my hand on your ankle, even at the gates. Holding on to you and saying you must believe. 
my hand, my hand must be free of everyone's blood. Are you listening to me? Your hands must be free of everyone's blood. Contend. Contend. So I, I just want to give you three points. I want you, number one, to pick up personal evangelism again. Pick up personal evangelism. Listen, every one of us must win a soul. Did you hear what I said? I, I mean win and disciple. You must, you must have people you are discipling. Who are you helping to know God better? It's not your pastor's job alone. Take it as a project. If you say you are shy or you usually don't know what to say, read up on it, learn about it. Every other thing you don't know, you learned about. Pray about it and learn about it. Confidence can be learned. You are married and you say you are shy to evangelize. How did you toast your wife? Why is it only when it's God that you are shy? If you have the nerve to tell a woman you love her, you have the nerve to preach the gospel. It must just become as important to you. When you were shy to ask out, you tried different things. You sent a middleman. Or you sent a notebook in school. You put notes inside. Eh? How are you? If you are fine, doxology. <laughs> you learn that one and you can't preach. What will you tell God? Boldness is coming on us afresh. I said boldness is coming on us afresh. Boldness is coming on us afresh. We will preach this gospel. We will tell the untold and reach the unreached. We will shout it from the mountaintop. Nothing will be able to, found, be able to be found against us except for the law of our God. Say loud amen. Say loud amen. And then... Especially when you belong to an evangelical ministry like Celebration Church. See the power of generosity. Listen, so that's number two. Generosity. 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 Like I say very often, in Celebration Church, it's very easy to see where your money is going. It doesn't, it doesn't take discernment. And you can see souls saved by your generosity. Oh, if this is something I can do for the kingdom, I will do it well. Put your money where your faith is. Sponsor the spread of the kingdom. And do it thoughtfully. Do it cheerfully. Do it sacrificially. Like I've told you before, your money always exposes your conviction. You spend on what you believe in. Your money reveals your belief system. Your money reveals your priority. If you want to know what matters to you, check, check your debit alerts. You know, there are some things you say, I, I, I can't afford now. But when you have the opportunity, there are some opportunities you won't say no to. Because when someone says, I can't afford it, it just means that's not a priority right now. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
It is not everything you have money for that you can afford, right? So you prioritize. And I'm saying, as much as possible, prioritize God and his kingdom more. Can God count on you to get that done? Like I've told you before, when Christ comes, when you see him, you will know that everything you called beautiful on the earth pales in comparison. You will wish you can go back to the earth to do more for him, but that opportunity will be expired forever. Now is the only time you've got. Now is the only time you've got. And you must at least match the urgency of Satan. The Bible says he's running about, knowing that he has just a few, a, a short time. The time is short. Shorter than ever. Please preach this gospel. Tell someone about Jesus. And there are other things you can do. Send sermons to people. Send sermons. Use that as a conversation starter. Man, I listened to this sermon. This sermon on purpose. This sermon, you know, on this, on that. I want you to listen to it. Do you know how powerful it is when you talk about what blesses you? Don't be silent about it. Every great man is a talkative. You must learn to talk about what you're passionate about. It's a law of influence. You might not even see the immediate return. You might not even see the immediate result. But learn to talk about it. Because as a rule, anything you talk about passionately stirs up the curiosity of others. Do you understand that? Learn to be vocal about the gospel. If a service blessed you, talk about it. If a sermon blessed you, talk about it. Celebrate the gospel openly. You are influencing people. Continue to do that openly. And then most importantly, God is watching. God is watching and God rewards. Again, I'm saying, the Lord is going to reward your labor of love. This is my final charge to you. Be bold and vocal about the gospel. That's the only way to be contagious. All right? And we're going to do it more and apply even more pressure. Thank you for listening. We are sure that you have been blessed. For inquiries, reach us on our helpline 0809-996-7000. Blessings.